Today on Adventures in Faith with Jerry Savelle. A lot of people want to praise God after it happens. And that's good, you should. But what about praising Him in advance of it happening? The Lord said to me years ago, one of the greatest expressions of real Bible faith is to be able to praise me in advance of it happening. Amen. Because it, it takes faith to do that. Let's open our Bibles once again to Psalm 33. Psalm 33. <clears throat> and look at verse 18 and 19. <clears throat> Behold, the eye of the Lord is upon them that fear him, upon them that hope in his mercy, to deliver their soul from death and to keep them alive in famine. Our soul waiteth for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. For our heart shall rejoice in him, because we have trusted in his holy name. Let thy mercy, O Lord, be upon us according as we hope in thee. There are three biblical meanings for the word rescue. The message translation uses that word. God is ready to come to your rescue in bad times. That's the message translation. God is ready to come to your rescue in bad times. And three biblical meanings of the word rescue. Number one, to be delivered. Number two, to be set free. And then number three, to recover and to experience a change in your circumstances. So God will rescue you in bad times. Meaning, number one, he will deliver you from them. Number two, he will set you free in the midst of them. And then number three, he will cause you to recover and to experience a change in your circumstances. Is anybody ready to experience that? Praise God. Well, lift your hands and praise him in advance. Amen. Praise him in advance. Hallelujah. I wrote down in my notes as I was praying this morning, things are about to change for you. Many of you in here today, things are about to change. Some major changes are coming your way. Major changes coming your way. The God you serve is still the God of the breakthrough. I don't think it's a coincidence that we sing this morning about the God of the breakthrough. I didn't have anything to do with telling them what to sing, but they heard from God because he's still the God of the breakthrough. Can you say amen to that? <clears throat> Most of you have heard me say this before. You've heard me tell the story, but I feel the letter of the Holy Spirit to share it with you again. Back in 2004, while I was in South Texas preaching, uh, the last meeting I had was in Lakewood International Outreach Center, pastored by uh, John Osteen, and then, of course, his son, after John went to heaven, Joel Osteen, began to pastor it. And uh, I had been preaching in several different churches all over South Texas. And when I finished that night at Lakewood, I was ready to come home. I was tired. I was ready to come home. 
And a pastor friend of mine from Liberty, Texas, which is a community not too far from Houston, he said, Brother Jerry, would you consider staying over one more night and come to our church? I said, Pastor, I'm really tired. Why don't I go back home and look at my calendar and, and call you and give you another date? He said, oh, no, Brother Jerry, we, we want you to come t- tomorrow night. I came over here to ask you, and I told our people uh, I'd come back with an answer. Well, it's hard for me to say no, particularly under those circumstances, you know. So uh, <clears throat> I said, okay, I'll, I'll come tomorrow night. So we went over to, to Liberty and a uh, little small hotel there, small community, and checked in the hotel. And I'm, I'm still tired. And uh, so I decided I'd just lay down and take a nap before getting prepared to go to that service that night. I thought, if I don't, if I don't get a little bit of rest, one of those power naps, uh, I won't be worth 15 cents over there. And they're expecting God to show up, you know. And, uh, and I, don't, I don't like just rushing into a service tired and, and worn out. I want to be fresh and be able to hear the Holy Spirit. So I took my alarm clock out and set it for one hour. Then I laid down on the bed. And the moment I laid down and closed my eyes, I did not know this was going to happen. I didn't ask for it. I wasn't even expecting it. But I had a supernatural visitation of the Lord. This was my third supernatural visitation. The first occurred in 1981. The second occurred in, in 81 in Charlotte, North Carolina. Carolyn was with me when it happened. The second one was in Bournemouth, England, while I was preaching Brother Copeland and Gloria. And the third one is now in Liberty, Texas in 2004. And the Lord appeared to me and he said this, my people know me as Savior. Many of them know me as baptizer in the Holy Spirit. Some of them know me as healer. Some know me as deliverer. But they don't all know me as the God of the breakthrough. He said, if they did, then they wouldn't be so quick to give up. He said, tell them the God of the breakthrough wants to visit their house. Well, there was no resting then. I was refreshed in the presence of the Lord. In fact, I got up and showered and got ready and got dressed and waited two hours for the service to begin. I was so ready. And he said, go over and tell them tonight that the God of the breakthrough wants to visit their house. And then he gave me a message regarding that. But then before he, he left me, he added this. He said, tell them to begin to praise me in advance for their breakthrough. And then he said this. Now, I never heard this phrase before until he said it. The depth of their praise will determine the magnitude of their breakthrough. The depth of their praise will determine the magnitude of their breakthrough. There, there, there are miraculous things that can happen in the midst of praise. But I'm talking about more than just hallelujah. Praise the Lord. <clears throat> glory, glory. That's not much depth. The depth of their praise will determine the magnitude of their breakthrough. Just how big a breakthrough do you need today? I'll give you time to think about that. Hallelujah. 
Just how desperate do you need a breakthrough? The depth of your praise will determine the magnitude of your breakthrough. So I strongly suggest if you need a major breakthrough right now, if I were you, I'd get on my feet and give God the best praise you've got. you, Father. We bless you, Father. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Now, go ahead and be seated, but I may have you to get up and do that again. Maybe several times during the service this morning. You know, desperate people are willing to do things that other people won't do. Amen. If I could dance like Creflo Dollar, I'd be dancing all morning. I'd be dancing right now while I'm preaching. That man can dance. I've seen him. And I'm jealous. But someday, maybe if not on this side of heaven, in a sweet by and by, you come to my mansion and watch me dance. Hallelujah. Amen. So notice praise the depth of your praise will determine the magnitude of your breakthrough. A lot of people want to praise God after it happens. And that's good. You should. But what about praising him in advance of it happening? The Lord said to me years ago, one of the greatest expressions of real Bible faith is to be able to praise me in advance of it happening. Amen. Because it, it takes faith to do that. It's, it's, it's a display or a demonstration of your confidence in what God has promised, that he will cause a breakthrough to happen to you. And you're praising him in advance, demonstrating not only your confidence to God that it will happen, but also showing the devil that you believe it's going to happen. Hallelujah. Amen. So do you remember the walls of Jericho? How did they came down? in the midst of the praise of the people, in the midst of an impossible looking situation, God told them to, to praise him. And, and what they were doing was in the natural, not rational. You know, can you imagine all those people in Jericho looking over those walls at God's people down there? God told them to walk around, march around that wall seven times. And the last time they marched around it to shout with a great shout. Don't you know there was at least one Israelite who thought, this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I've, I've done this five times now and I don't even see a crack. I'm not going to do this anymore. Somebody surely thought that. But they kept doing it. And then much to the surprise of the inhabitants of Jericho, the walls fell flat. Now, some theologians say those walls were wide enough that you could race chariots around the top of them. That's pretty thick walls. And they fell flat, the Bible says. Amen? Walls still fall flat. 
when God's people praise Him in advance. Hallelujah. And notice it was in advance. They hadn't seen one brick fall yet, but they kept praising Him, kept praising Him, kept praising Him. Amen. And the walls fell flat. Well, what kind of walls do you have in your life right now? What kind of walls do you need for God to cause to fall flat? Amen. Miraculous things still happen in the midst of praise. Amen. Not only do walls and barriers come tumbling down, but obstacles that are preventing your breakthrough are removed. I'm, I'm going to get into this a little later in the session today, but I'm going to talk to you about divine interruptions. Divine interruptions. And I'll just leave that hanging there for a moment. And, uh, but get ready for it. God is capable of causing a divine interruption, meaning he will cause Satan's plans to be interrupted for your benefit. So just hang on to that because he's about to do it. Praise God. Amen. So not only do walls and barriers come tumbling down, but obstacles preventing your breakthrough from happening are removed. New doors will begin to open to you. Now, just a few days ago, uh, Joe and, and Eric and I were in um, Georgia doing a meeting, and I was there for three nights. We had one of the greatest meetings I've had in a long, long time. It was so powerful. Joe told me this morning that, that people have been watching it from all over the world, getting hits on it from all over the world. And, and in one of those services, the Lord said this to me, and I, I, I gave it to the congregation. You are about to enter into a new realm of supernatural favor, and because of it, I will turn what your adversary meant for bad into something good. Supernatural intervention is headed your way. And I'm going to make some things happen for you that you aren't capable of making happening on your own. I'll say it again. New doors are about to open for you that will bring about new opportunities for you to prosper. Divine appointments are being arranged for you that are designed to assist you in going to a higher level where your quality of life is concerned. Yes, your set time has come, so rejoice in the Lord your God and forever praise His name. And never forget that I am not going to allow you to fail. Your future is in my hands, therefore your future is bright. Hallelujah. So give the Lord a great shout over that. Amen. Uh, did my mic go off? I said, give the Lord a great shout over that. Praise God. Amen. So God is capable, still capable, of turning things around. He's still capable of interrupting Satan's plans. Amen. I call that divine interruption. So once again, not only do walls and barriers come tumbling down in the midst of praise, but obstacles preventing your breakthrough are removed, and new doors will open for you to prosper and to succeed like never before. God's working behind the scenes. I'm just reading from my notes from this morning. God is working behind the scenes right now. 
And many of you in this auditorium today are going to be testifying of your major breakthrough in the next few days. Hallelujah. Somebody say, I receive that. Hallelujah. I receive that. Praise God. So I encourage you to go ahead and lay upon or lay hold upon your breakthrough right now. Remember the song we were singing? I'm going to get my breakthrough right now. Faith is always now. I'm going to get my breakthrough right now. Say it again. Say it with me. I'm going to get my breakthrough right now. How many of you are completely convinced of that? And if so, then show me. Hallelujah. Come on. Give God some praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Say it again. I'm going to get my breakthrough right now. And look at somebody and tell them not next month, right now. Right now. Hallelujah. All right, go ahead and be seated. God is working behind the scenes right now. That, that always blesses me to know that God's always working behind the scenes. I've said in services just like this, actually come into a service under pressure, needing a major breakthrough, but nobody knew it because I don't talk it. Nobody had a clue what I was going through. And sat there in that service and, and, and know that if something major doesn't happen soon, it's quite possible it'll be all over. Particularly financial breakthroughs where the ministry's concerned. There's always a need for more finances. Amen. Uh, I'm not resting on what we've already accomplished. I'm, I'm stretching. I'm still going for more, praise God. I'm not done yet. And if I'm not done yet, then that means it's going to take more money to get done what we need to do in the days ahead. Amen. And it seemed like to me God just assumes that if he gives you a project, then you're capable of getting it done. Amen. Why would he give it to you if he didn't think you were capable of getting it done? Gloria Copeland said one time, God has never told Kenneth and I to do anything that was possible. She said, if it was possible, it wouldn't require faith. Amen. Has anybody ever had God tell you to do something that was possible in your own strength, your own might, your own ability? If it was possible in your own might, your own strength, your own ability, maybe it wasn't God that told you. Because <laughs> God deals with the impossible. Amen? And so it's always, uh, it's always going to a higher level. You know, like God told the people back in Moses' day, actually after Moses had, had died, he said, you've dwelt on this mount long enough. Now get up and move. In other words, I'm not going to allow you to stay in a comfort zone. It's always go forward. Always go forward. Amen.
So, Isaiah chapter 59, verse 1 says, Behold, the hand of the Lord is not shortened, that it cannot save. The message translation says, He can still save. The hand of the Lord. That's our theme this year. The hand of the Lord. God said to us, If you'll not be moved, not be shaken by all the discord and all the, all the uh, chaos that is taking place in the world around you, I will open my hand unto you and cause you to experience supernatural, extraordinary, and unusual provision. And that's our theme this year. And we're experiencing it, praise God. So notice the hand of the Lord is not shortened, meaning what it did yesterday, it can still do today. Hallelujah. Amen. So if you read Isaiah 59, verse 1, then turn over to the next chapter, verse 1, Isaiah 60, verse 1. It says, Arise and shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. So notice he says, My hand has not been shortened, so arise. <clears throat> if you really believe the hand of the Lord is still capable of doing what it's done in the past, then arise. Amen. Get up. Don't sit around depressed. Don't sit around dejected. Don't sit around crying, feeling sorry for yourself. Sometimes you need to pick yourself up by the ear. Take yourself into a face a mirror and point your finger at yourself and say, you are not going to act like this. Not today. You understand me? You're not a wimp. You're not a quitter. You're a winner. Now start acting like it. Sometimes you need to become your own best cheerleader. Amen. Hallelujah. So arise and shine. For thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. The Amplified Bible says, Arise from the depression in which circumstances have kept you down. Rise to new life. Arise from the depression in which circumstances have kept you down, and rise to new life. Somebody say to someone else, It's time to shout unto God. It's time to arise. It's time to put a smile on my face and a smile on your face. God's not done yet. The best is yet to come. What are you feeling sorry for yourself about? Arise. Arise. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. In Isaiah chapter 60, in verse 20, it says, for the Lord shall be thine everlasting light, and the days of thy mourning shall be ended. The days of thy mourning, not M-O-R-N-I-N-G, M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G. Mourning, sorrow. The days of your sorrow shall be ended. The message translation said, listen to this, your days of grieving are over. Hallelujah. I think I'm preaching better than you're responding. I said, your days of grieving are over. Hallelujah. Well, Brother Jerry, as soon as I feel like it, I'm going to really shout him, shout to him. As soon as I, I have evidence of it, I'm really going to praise him. I just gave you evidence. What more do you need? 
from besides it is written. Your days of grieving are over. The God of the breakthrough is visiting your house. Hallelujah. Amen. In fact, there are people being healed right now by the power and the presence of God that is in this place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Go ahead. If you need healing in your body, just lift your hands, stand to your feet, begin to praise God and say, I receive my healing. I receive my deliverance. I receive my freedom in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. What should you do when life gets hard? How should you respond to setbacks, failures, and times of trouble? Today's special offer, the God Will Rescue You special package, contains Jerry Savelle's three-part audio series, In Hard Times, God Will Rescue You. His best-selling book, The God of the Breakthrough Will Visit Your House, and the eye-opening book, The Nature of Faith. Discover how supernatural intervention is on the way. Obstacles preventing your breakthrough are about to be removed. In this package, Jerry teaches how to respond to adversity, how faith can grow or decrease, how to get out of survival mode, and how to receive your breakthrough. Don't delay. Call or go online now to jerrysavelle.org and request your copy of the God Will Rescue You special package. Be inspired to see God take unfavorable circumstances and turn them around for your benefit. Let Jerry strengthen your faith and understanding of God's breakthrough power. What a joy it's been being able to bring the word to you today. And I pray in Jesus' name that this message is inspiring your faith. God wants you to win. Say that with me. God wants me to win. Say it again. God wants me to win. And he has promised in his word that he will rescue you in difficult times. So if you're going through a difficult time, just make up your mind right now. I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to quit. I'm going to wait on God, and I'm expecting Him to see me through. Let me read this scripture to you, 2 Corinthians 4, 18, from the Message Translation. I think it's so uh, important for the time in which we're living right now and probably with things that you're going through. Listen to this. Let me read it from the King James verse. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. The Message Translation says, there's much more than meets the eye. In other words, there's a whole lot more going on behind the scenes than what you can see with a natural eye. So that's why it's important that you never, never give up. God's working. Say it with me. God is working and say it this way. And God is working in my behalf. Amen. Let me remind you before we close our product offer resource package, God will rescue you in hard times. Three CDs, God is going to rescue you. Keep that in your thinking. Walk around saying it all the time. I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to faint. I'm not going to quit trusting God. God is going to rescue me. If you want to learn more about it, these three CDs will certainly help you in that study. And then the book I wrote a number of years ago entitled, The God of the Breakthrough Will Visit Your House. This is such a powerful book. It won't take long for you to read it, and I encourage you, read it as soon as it comes to you in the mail, and I'm telling you, it's going to inspire your faith. 
And then right along with it, The Nature of Faith, a book I wrote many years ago, but it's still a very popular book. And it talks about how real Bible faith works and how real Bible faith can change impossible situations into possible situations. Amen. So that's our resource package. Go to jerrysavelle.org so that you can order it, or you can look on the screen right now and the ordering information and the price will be on your screen. So place your order right away so we can get it to you and it will begin to inspire your faith. Join with me again next time. And until then, remember, your faith will overcome the world. 